0: The following is a podcast brought to you by Brett Swales and is dedicated to continuing the work of Jesus Christ, peaceably, simply, together, the love of Jesus filling every heart. Welcome to the Walk in Jesus podcast, where we discuss practical, actionable steps for walking with Jesus in a Christian life without confusion, hassle, or stress. I'm your host, so let's get moving. Whose world is it anyhow? Trouble? Trouble? trouble. Job five seven. Yet man is born to trouble as the sparks fly upward. We live in a fallen world. As the song says, this is my father's world. God is no doubt the owner. He is the landlord, sure enough. However, the current tenant, the renter, the occupant of the world at present is Satan. He is constantly seeking to cause trouble. How did this happen? Well, let's consult the book of Revelation. Revelation twelve three and 4 says, Lucifer and a third of the angels rebelled against their creator. At some point in the distant past, Lucifer led these angels above the heights of the clouds to take the throne of God. Isaiah 14, verses 13 and 14, say, For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation. On the farthest sides of the north, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Unsuccessful in their bid for power, they were cast back down to the earth. Now that's in Isaiah. Satan failed in his rebellion, but today he remains in the office that God gave him, where he is ironically still instrumental in God's plan. How's that for a coincidence? For instance, in Mark chapter 1, verses 9 through 13, it retells what happened when John the Baptist baptized Jesus. And it says, At that time Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending upon him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. At once the Spirit sent him out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness forty days being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals, and angels attended him. Now, first off, this is a very, very important scripture passage. The whole triune Godhead was present. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost all appearing at the same time. Nowhere else in scripture that I know of does this happen except at the baptism of Jesus Christ. So what happens immediately after this? Hmm. It says in verse 12, At once, not soon, not the Spirit sent him out into the wilderness. It says at once the Spirit sent him out into the wilderness. And he was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals and angels attended him. Now notice also that it doesn't say he was attacked by the wild animals. It says he was with the wild animals and the angels attended him. Very interesting passage. Satan goes on to test and to tempt Jesus to serve him, just the same as he tempts and tests us to serve him. Sad to say, some fall for this ploy and decide to serve Satan. At the outset, we said we live in a fallen world. Christ never promised any of us a life without difficulty. That concept is complete fantasy. Remember Alexander Mack long ago said, count well the cost. He was referring to your faith. Now the span of the last hundred years is filled with leaders who promised heaven and yet delivered unlimited hell on Earth in the form of wars, genocides, and dictatorships. Concurring estimates in and about the 20th century indicate more than 200 million people killed in world wars or government-backed subjections and genocides. Such enormous violence seems totally irrational, but it is not incomprehensible. And if we understand its satanic origin, we can stop even greater horrors in the century to come. At least we can try. War, after all, is Satan's greatest achievement. The great philosopher Jean-Paul Sartre, the 20th century's dean of existentialism, who fought in the French resistance movement, in France, of course, fought against the Nazis. And what he experienced in so doing convinced him that the evil was so pervasive and deeply embedded that God could not possibly exist. He and many others came to that conclusion, which is just what Satan wanted. War is the greatest evil. In Romans eight thirty-five through 37, in the New International Version, it says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, For your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Now there are seven items there, and seven is a divine number. So I have to ask, will one, hardship, or number two, distress, or number three, the persecution that they mention, or number four, famine, or five, nakedness, or six, peril, or finally number seven, sword? Will any of these things separate us from the love of Christ? No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. These words were written to a church called Rome. That would soon undergo terrible persecution in just a few years paul's hypothetical situations would turn into painful realities this passage reaffirms god's profound love for his people soon though men and women christians were being fed alive to wild animals from throughout the realm for the entertainment of the crowds Few, if any, recanted their Christianity to avoid being torn apart by the beasts in the Colosseum. No matter what happens to us, no matter where we are, we can never be lost to His love. Suffering should not drive us away from God, but help us to identify with Him further and allow His love to reach us and heal us. Because this world truly is my Father's world. Remember, this world truly is my Father's world. This podcast was brought to you by Brett Swales and is dedicated to continuing the work of Jesus peacefully, simply, and together. The love of Jesus filling every heart. Thank you.